Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, non-binary friends. Welcome to the season finale of the That's Rank podcast. everybody welcome to the season finale of the that's rank podcast season finale i hear you saying why why season finale what's happening don't worry don't stress the gang will be back together as of next tuesday uh we'll be all together recording again it has been a little bit of time it's been about a month since we've had the crew together recording an episode of the that's rank podcast spinning the wheel of doom cranking the rank and coming up with our our ranks on the spot it's been a while um and I'm, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't take a genius to work out why. Unfortunately, a couple of us uh, went down with the Coco, with the Rona. With the Kona? The, the Kona? Sure. <laughs> the, the Corona 19. No joke, that stuff. No joke. I was, I was out for a good week and a half, two weeks. Um, and unfortunately, Taryn's out with it. I think she's on the, on the men now as well, though, which is awesome. So far, Rob's been lucky. He's avoided it. But season finale, why? What's, what's, what's ending? What's changing? Well, I'm glad you asked. So the season season finale of that that rank podcast is going to be a little bit different. No ranks per se today, but we're going to be throwing some clips at you from the thirty five episodes that have just been. That's right, thirty five episodes. Isn't that mental? We've recorded thirty five that's rank podcast episodes, and hopefully it's the first of the first thirty five of many groups of thirty five. It's hopefully it's the first of many to come. We're very excited. So as of next Tuesday, the gang will be. Myself, Rob, and Taryn. We're very excited to have Taryn on board, coming in and recording with us all the time now as a permanent fixture of the That's Rank podcast. It's very exciting. Very, very exciting indeed. Uh, and the other reason it's a season finale is because we're going to be changing up the aesthetic of the of the podcast a little bit. You know, aesthetic. It's a it's a radio show, more or less, Liam. It's a podcast. What's, what aesthetic? I'm talking about our, our branding, more or less. So the current branding that we've got, that uh, Miami Vice-esque looking stuff. I, I, I just, I whipped that up on Microsoft Word, you know. I'm no, I'm no graphic designer. I'm no professional. So we've got someone to do something for us, something very nice, and we'll be launching that hopefully next week as well. Hopefully it's already to go by next week. I'm sure it will be. And so, yeah, so it's going to be a lot of change, a lot of change. So today what we thought we'd do, well, well look, to be honest with you, this was an episode we were saving for a COVID-19 rainy day. <laughs> so it kind of works out nicely in both in both ways. But essentially, uh, when we edit the, uh, the That's Rank podcast, there's quite a lot of stuff that doesn't quite fit with the theme of the of the episode. Or it's just it just needs to go because the episodes are way too long. Um, truth be told, sometimes we can record for an hour and 40 minutes, hour and 50 minutes. And for an episode that's only meant to be an hour, hour and 10 minutes long or that's what we try and keep it to, you know, some things just don't make the final cut. So today what we're going to do is we're going to play you, play you a few clips from the, uh, the first 34, 35 episodes of the That's Rank podcast that you didn't get to hear, and then moving on from there into next week, we start fresh. We start cranking the rank again. The wheel gets going. The wheel gets a workout. It's gathering dust in the corner of my room right now. We can't have that. We need to spin it, and we need your ideas. 
So as always, you can find us on all of the uh, all the social media platforms: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at That's Rank Pod. Very easy for all of those at That's Rank Pod. Or if you want to send us an email at That's Rank Pod at gmail Send us your ideas. Send us your send us your uh, your feedback, your thoughts. You know things we can do to change. We're, we're open to all of it, any of it, and all of it. And last but not least, you can find us basically anywhere you listen to your podcasts. I think there's only a few that we don't uh, post to. So please make sure you give us a like, a subscribe, leave a comment, do do all that kind of stuff because doing that really helps us spread the word out to other people who might not get to see this otherwise. So yeah, I'll leave it there. Thanks for listening. Without further ado, a cheeky clip show for you. Enjoy. Yeah. And you often hear people in the podcast go, are we recording yet? And he'll go, yeah, yeah, we're recording. Yeah, we started 20 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah sometimes. Well, it's a good idea. I think it also kind of gets you in that kind of, in the pace for it as in well. In the pace for it. Because if you can just go bang straight Relaxes in. the vibes. Well, it's like when you do, um when uh, actors do. Pilates. Exactly. When actors do Pilates, yeah. they feel nice and nimble for their show. <laughs> <laughs> They're ready to rock and roll. They've got to warm into it. <laughs> exactly. They don't go straight to the machine. Sometimes no. they do the machineless Pilates. That's right. I want to start a new style of Pilates, oh, yeah. which is um, all based on a coffee machine. Okay. And it's called Pilates. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was just improv, improv. I was on the spot. Just kind of com- com- kind of comedy genius that you'd find. I, I, could, I couldn't even yes end that one. That was fucking funny as. <laughs> Pilates. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> he's got people in tights. It's like, okay, now straddle the machine. Also, <laughs> oh, your idea for this is people actually making coffees, but in a in a in a in a no, just 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 a machine. The Pilates, just, just, just no the the coffee machine. coffee machine. So just a straight coffee machine. Yep, not plugged in. Okay, <laughs> we have a couple of things hanging. You know, a couple of the the cups. Perfect. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hanging in there. Make it really. Stick. And then people just using that. Yeah. And do, doing different forms of exercise off the coffee machine. So like you can straddle the coffee machine. You can do push ups on it. You can do sit ups sitting on top of the coffee machine. You can uh, try to do star jumps. Yeah. Like the jump over machine burpees. Yep. yep and yep, it's yep. called Pilates. So do you have different size machines for different size people? Do you have group? Do you have group classes on a massive coffee machine? Yep. Yep. Uh, no, no. Everyone has their own coffee machine. Oh, everyone has their own. Everyone has their own. Okay. Like seventeen hundred dollar like French press coffee machine. Well, I mean, if you're going to do it, you may as well do it properly. You could do a kids one with yeah. with uh, Nespresso pods. There we go. <laughs> Baby lattes. The, um... <laughs> Baby pilates. <laughs> they get a little marshmallow at the end of it. Oh, you have to. <laughs> you have to. And you've got machines that cater for the larger male as well, I'm guessing. Yeah, you, you have to. Right? You have to. You have to. Well, that's why you get the expensive uh, imported French coffee machine. You oh, so the, the big stainless steel so one. Off the bat. Yeah. Off the bat. They're like all the catered seven, to like everybody. Like the $6,000, $7,000 ones. It's just a coffee, big coffee machine put in the middle of the room. I would hate to see how much these classes would cost. Just to recoup that money. <laughs> You got rent on top of that, bills. I mean, at the end, then everyone makes their own coffee. Oh, so you plug them in. So then you plug them in at the end. You plug them in. Yeah, 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 have a coffee. Or you've just got a universal one at the end and everyone – so then you have coffee. Someone makes their coffees, mm-hmm. takes your orders, and you have an assistant that makes their coffees during the Pilates class. Right. And then everyone, once they're done, everyone then gets – they're given their, their coffee in coffee. a takeaway coffee cup. Yeah. 
even though no one's going anywhere, yeah. just for the non-environmentally friendly angle. Okay, fair enough. So yeah. then they sit on the machine drinking the takeaway coffee cup. And because there's a single-use plastic theme in, yeah. in coffee shops, mm-hmm. every before every class you put a, a plastic cover, yep. like a really thick, strong plastic mm-hmm. cover that could withstand like big people doing exercise on it. Sure. And then you just throw it away. I feel like you're missing a trick though. I'll tell you why. Why? I reckon you could actually work all of that in together. I reckon you, and I, I'm assuming that you're running the classes, right? Yep. Yeah, of course you are. The um, the <laughs> people making people making the coffee yep. during the during their stretching routine. So they'll start the grind. I see. They'll, they'll reach, I see. They'll reach back, <laughs> press the grind, <laughs> come back around to the front. Oh. Now reach out and get your frothing milks. Oh. <laughs> Back to the start. Oh, I'm telling yeah. you. And froth, froth the milk, and while it's frothing, lift mm-hmm. your feet off the ground and yep. hold <laughs> and plank while you're waiting for the. And you've got to plank for the appropriate amount of time to get the perfect temperature of the yeah. milk. And that, and that's objective as well. <laughs> people like it piping hot. People like it just regular. The pe- people who like it aren't good at planking have just cold coffee. Cold coffee. Yeah, that's their, their own fault. If anything, yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Their own fault. Yeah, get better at planking. I tell you what, if, if it made, if it meant better coffee, I'd be really good at planking really quickly. Right. <laughs> I, think I like that though. I like the process of the coffee. Yeah. And I think you could even like because you know how like really good coffee makers. Yes. What are they called? Baristas. Baristas. Not to be confused with barristers, <laughs> which I've done before. Well, you know, in the spirit of Pilates, I actually think it should be led by a barrister. What, just yelling at everybody? Yeah, just They're dresses doing it wrong. full. The instructor dresses, dresses, dresses about, as a barrister. <laughs> <laughs> I sentence you to 12 frothy Reps. milk push-ups. <laughs> frothy. That sounds delicious. Yep. Yeah, cheeky frothy milk. And and the the end, yep. the real expertise goes with how you make the pattern. So, well... In the froth. That's exactly what I was going to ask and, you. And what you use to make the pattern with. So... I see. So if you're making a little lovely flower pattern, yep. doing it with your pinky toe, yep. your little tootsie. Yep. While holding the cup in your left hand well, and using the pinky, it's flexibility as that, well. That's your beginner's class. So what about the advanced? <laughs> <laughs> you you gently um, hold the cup between your ass cheeks. Yep. Oh, here we go. While maintaining an appropriate distance to keep it hygienic. Uh-huh. So it means you've only got the very end of the of the of the handle. So your cheeks have to get the purchase on the handle. The very end of it yeah. though. Okay. You can't you can't uh, compromise the hygiene of the coffee. No. So you have to have the <laughs> the cheeks have to have the perfect little handle. <laughs> the, the little purchase on the end yeah. of the handle. Yeah, yeah. And much like a yoga class. Yeah. You're concentrating really hard not to fart as you're doing the exercise. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so, Pilates. I'll, I'll look forward to joining next Pilates, week. Pilates, Pilates. I'll, 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 I'll hit you up. I'll check your website out next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you haven't still told me the cost. What's the cost of this? Uh, one lesson of Pilates? Uh $275. Per, per lesson. Per lesson. Given the, the, the cost of those machines, that's pretty reasonable. That's thanks, pretty man. reasonable. Thanks, man. I've just had another idea uh-huh. um, of like an actual place with Pilates. Like actually, for real, like having a Pilates gym with mm. an attached coffee shop. Okay. Just called Pilates. That makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never drop. 
He knew every magic trick under the sun. Tease the gods and everyone can have some fun. Monkey magic. Monkey magic. Monkey magic. Oh, monkey magic. Monkey magic. Monkey magic. <laughs> I can also sing the ending song, but I want. Um, let's. Uh, should we do the, uh, the That's Rank intro again? And I'll. I'll just, okay. Yeah. Um, I like that, by the way. What's that? Uh, that song. It's a oh, great song. I used to own that soundtrack. I whole, remember. I remember you yeah. were cranking it in the car. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what they had the, the, the end credits song went though. A long time ago, when men were all babes, there was a land of the free. Fantasy and dream were its untouched wealth, and good health and love were real. Ah, each man desired <laughs> to reach Gandhara, his very own utopia. Gandhara. And the striving and seeking stars, man can see Gandhara. In Gandhara, Gandhara, they say it was in India. I don't know the words though. I probably that was good though. I've heard that's that's a that's that's a song. That's a pop song. Oh, is it? Dun, da, da, dun, da, da. That, that's a pop song. I know it somewhere. I think that's a. That's I think it's a, one of those things. Every song has been done before, like yeah, forty-five yeah, times. You yeah. hear something. Like, oh, you mean that song? No, different. I mean, I'm just thinking about the creators of Monkey Magic. There's a lot of money to be made out there. They mm-hmm. can sue somebody. I mean, we can't publish that because <laughs> much. <laughs> Much like my Peter Andre last week, pitch perfect. <laughs> I'd, I'd just like to know the um, uh, Monkey Magic Day uh, in court, like if Monkey Magic was ever defending himself in court. Oh, pigs here. Oh, I'm coming to me again. Uh, Pretty lady. Oh. What's your, what's your uh, pre- present for opening arguments? And he just goes, <laughs> the Cloud summons. He's like, actually, Cloud, I don't need you right now. Go away. <laughs> A smidge, a smidge, a smidge, a smidge, a smidge. Um, so yeah, you know. So I went to the dentist. I looked at. Uh, I went to Bunnings today. I went to see a movie. I saw a movie, and John Cena was a, a movie. A, a movie. I saw a movie, and John Cena was oh, so bland and boring. But Vin Diesel are so good. That is what we like about John Cena. Though he is boring and beautiful. Uh, he has a really funny walk, man. He walks so funny. Does he walk like like a, like a guy who just has too much muscle? He's got way too much muscle. Yeah. Is, and you don't get that much muscle through working it, I'm sorry to say. No, oh, are you suggesting some nefarious means? I, I am suggesting so, so, yes. Wow. That's a big call. I know. John Cena would be very upset with you for saying that. Well, would he? Yeah, because he lifts like a lot. Well, I can imagine he would do. And he also takes steroids. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are tonight. How are you doing this evening, good sir? Well, yes, Ted. Tooty ho, tooty ho. Um, jolly good, jolly good old son. Um, just, you know, I've been uh, chut cutting some uh, chives in the garden. And, chut cutting? Uh, chut cutting some chives in the garden and flying the old uh, bifocals. Oh, yes. Yes. And, uh, you know, having a jolly old good sport of it. Oh, I'm very, very happy to hear that. <laughs> two for two, two, two. <laughs> <laughs> it's McGrath bowling from the... Bowler's end. <laughs> not as much anymore. No, it's not. Yeah. Have, have a chat. Talk to me. Uh, sure. So today I 
went to work and work was just work. And, you know, I've got to write notes, man. I've got to stat everything I do. Every little action that I do, I have to write down. What's notes, man? Uh, notes, man. It's a, <laughs> it's a superhero. Oh. He works in government. Yes. Um, and he's notes, man. It's the notes man <laughs> writing on his pad. <laughs> Saves a day through notes. Well, he just comes in after a catastrophe, yes. like after a, a, an Avengers level event. Oh, yes. And he just starts noting it. Just and noting it. Like, down. If we don't note it, no one will ever know what happens. Does he look over the top of his glasses when he's doing it or no note glasses? Man? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think he does. I think yeah. he does. I think you'd have to go for all the tropes. <laughs> just, just every trope. You have to have like an yeah. adamantium notepad in his in his in his chest pocket. Absolutely. So it makes him invinci- invincible. Yep. As long as you only shoot him in that chest pocket. He's Otherwise, he's totally invincible. Does he have a pen that writes upside down? No, he just uses a pencil. A pencil with an eraser on the other end. I guess that makes sense because if you take a note incorrectly, it's much more <laughs> yep. much more hard work if you're trying to find a, uh, no a bit liquid, of whiteout. No liquid paper for no. a notepad. White white out when you think about it is actually super inconvenient. It is. It's like painting on paper, which is fancy. It is actually a fancy thing, right? There was never anyone who was poor going. Oh, I'm going to paint this word out and try again. <laughs> is that your impression of a poor person? <laughs> oh yes, I'm so poor. You know, I'm just uh, I'm down at the club and, and and I could not afford a second scone. <laughs> And I was, it was an absolute catastrophe. Yeah, it was another day working down at the docks, Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> and I said to Mother, Mother, if I have to shovel one more shovel load of coal, that will be the death of me. And lo and behold, I shoveled another one. I was okay. <laughs> but in 20 years' time, that will be the death of me. With iron lung. The black lung, I should say. Oh, but Timothy will never be able to afford the iron lung. <laughs> That's why I shovel coal, Betsy. <laughs> I shall make my own iron lung of old pieces of of, of, of barrels from ships and antiques <laughs> tied Antique. together with bamboo. Antiques? Where's, where's, where's this guy getting antiques from? He's a former pirate. Oh, okay. It was back in my naval days, you see. Well, shouldn't he be able to pawn off that antiques to make a bit of money? A bit of extra cash on the side? No, no, no. no. Only if he lives for another 150 years. (laughs) (laughs) The current value of those antiques is nothing. So he needs an eagle-eyed investor. Stephen, do you think these are worth anything? Not now. (laughs) But in 250 years, maybe. Hey, Stephen, he's onto something. He is. We've all kept those collectible basketball cards back in the day. Man, it's still a sore point, hey? Mm-hmm. My brother actually tried to blame me the other day for selling off his Pokemon cards. Oh, really? And, I, and he goes, oh, you sold them off at a garage sale. I was like, nah. Nah, those are my basketball cards. Yeah. I, got rid of, I got rid of 10 files and, oh. and about three shoeboxes worth, oh. about 15 bucks. I imagine you would have had a hefty collection. Oh, it, it was hefty. Mm-hmm. And can you just imagine my mum's uh, joy when she found out that I'd sold... You know, those $250, $300 plus worth that she'd spent on basketball cards. I was just like, Mum, Mum, I got 15 bucks for my basketball cards. <laughs> and bless her cotton socks, I still remember it. She was like, oh, well done, through gritted teeth. <laughs> and Jay, if you're listening, those cards are probably worth $20,000 now. No, I'm going to probably cut that part and she'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's like a lot Explain of, it to me from the beginning Well, Anthony Bourdain mm-hmm. You know, I'm a, I'm a Bourdainophile You are um, I, like, I like watching I've watched Parts Unknown on repeat See, uh-huh. it's, it's on Amazon So, why yep. not? 
Now, he's got a documentary coming out on it, not him. Unfortunately, he's dead. He's Someone's done a documentary on him, ah. and in the documentary they're using uh, uh, a simulacra of his voice. They've taken like- A what? A simulacra. That's a beautiful word. Probably used in the wrong context, as I normally do. I don't care. I love the. I love that word. Similar. That's, uh, that's made my day. I'm glad. I'm glad. Let's have a look and see what a, a representation or imitation of a person or thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> the perfect timing. I should have let it play out. You should have just, um, and then come back going, that's a, that's a great word then. <laughs> yeah, so it's a simulacra of his voice. So basically, they, put, they took like 50,000 minutes, mm. uh, 50,000 minutes. It took 14 years of his voice. They took um, <laughs> they took a whole bunch of his voice. They plugged into a machine, and yeah. the machine was actually able to replicate his voice. So he has a very specific uh, narrative style, like when he talks into the microphone. You yeah, know, it's it's a Bourdain. Yeah, you know Bourdain. Yeah, I love it if you go to see the documentary and you've heard all this stuff about this this famous voice recreation, and then yeah. you hear his actual voice. And he's like, oh, I'm Anthony Bourdain, yeah. traveling around parts <laughs> unknown. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Today I am in Thailand. <laughs> just like the real thing. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> How did they do that? All my life I wanted to explore food, the world through food and cuisine and meet its people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. We should probably... This is, okay, go ahead, go ahead. But like the, uh, the idea of that, of taking his voice, has obviously got people up in arms. They're all like, oh no. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Is, it, is it real documentary making? Well, I think it's more so to get your allowed to use because the whole thing about the deep fakes, right? You've yeah. heard of deep fakes, I've and, heard of deep you fakes. know, taking taking people's faces and likenesses and putting them onto things. Mm. You know, there's been some issues with yeah, female and male uh, actors and actresses who have had themselves transposed onto some rather unsavoury mm. um, things. And like, all the, like all great technological kind of shifts, starts in porn. Yes, like it starts <laughs> face swaps in porn. That's right. Um, and now it ended up in real life. Famously uh, during the, the Industrial Revolution in, uh, in France. <laughs> Started out with sex machines. That's like, it. How do we make sex machines faster? Why don't we get each person making a different part of the sex machine mm-hmm. and then we line up in a row and then yeah. we just move. So we just specialise in... Yeah, anyway. Rick James in the background. Get on up like a sex machine. <laughs> <laughs> well, Liam, yes, can I throw a separate challenge out there? A separate challenge? There's reels, right? Reels on Instagram. There is. Now, can people comment with a video? Can you like? Can you like? You know how you make a reel? Yeah. And there's comments. You yeah. write a comment. Can you video a comment? Can people send us a reel or tag us in a reel? They can tag us in a reel. Yeah. What about? Mm-hmm. What about we put a fifty dollar bottle of wine on it? Do you have fifty bucks? I'll I'll, I'll shout it. Okay. Four. The best wow. live sitting <laughs> of your number one So Bad It's Good song. If you send us a reel yep. of you yep. singing your favourite So Bad It's Good song, we'll give you a bottle of wine. Yeah. Is 50 too much? 50 yeah. is a good amount. Yeah, but no, 50 is a lot of money. It's a lot like, of money. That's a, that's a really good bottle of wine. It's a good bottle of wine. And considering we don't make any money from this podcast, you'd have to be uh, a... <laughs> Well, I like the incentive, though. I like the incentive, but but I think we're gonna. I think it's a good idea. Well, it depends if the person who you gives us that is in Australia. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. I'm thinking out loud here. That's fine. We I will, like your idea. We will have to do something, right? There will be a prize. There will be a prize. There will be a prize. 
I it's not going to be fifty dollars by one. I'm just going to pull that idea because you're right. If someone's in Norway yeah. and they want to share this thing, we're not going to get it. The shipping and handling alone. We need to have a prize. We'll mm. get back to you about the prize. But in the meantime, just embrace the moment and mm. just send us in, mm-hmm. send us in reels of you singing your your, your number one. You're your so bad it's a good song. What is love, baby? Don't hurt me, Liam. Yes. Can I win? You've just won. <gasps> that's that's the number one. Jogan, Rogan, Josh. Josh Paul, Jake Paul. <laughs> Rick and Josh. And their cousin, Chicken Ticker. <laughs> Famous good fighter, Chicken Ticker, actually. The, um, he had a, a match against Tyrone Woodley. Now, this is the first time he's been taken to the full eight, nine rounds, whatever it is that he fights. Usually, Tyrone Woodley? No. Um, Jake Paul. Well, Tyrone Woodley's an MMA fighter. Okay, right. So he's serious not, business. Yeah, so he's not an actual boxer. And the, 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 the Paul brothers have been very clever in who they choose to fight. Right, because they're like, well, I think um, Jake especially chooses the older, you know, MMA fighters who yep. aren't well versed in boxing, um, and and go, yeah, look at me, I fucking won a boxing match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's finished the, all of his fights early, early rounds until this one. They went the whole distance, yep. split decision win to Jake Paul. Really, but Tyrone Woodley, controversially. Knocked him, knocked him, not out, but like into the ropes. Jake was a bit dazed and Woodley could have just finished it right there and then. He didn't. He just stood there and watched him get back up, stand back up. Gave really? Him so everyone's like fucking rigged. Rigged. And it was great because all these people now are going, all these boxing fans making fun of wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for yeah. being fake. And then you fucking love this shit. Fuck off. Wait a second. Are you trying to tell me that boxing's rigged? I would never try to tell you anything. <laughs> you, are, you are just telling me that boxing is rigged. I mean, there has to be an, an, an element. It's totally rigged. It's yeah. been rigged for years. Yeah. It's been rigged for years. It's one of the most rigged games around. Mm. So with Mike Tyson, never that good? No, Mike Tyson was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you still got good people in boxing. It's just like, this is just rigged. Yeah. It's famous for being rigged. I mean, if you're going to go in there and you're going to, if, if you said to me, okay, um, Logan, Paul, Josh wants to fight you for yep. $50 million, will yep. you do it? Yeah. Will you lose? What was, yeah. the, what was the number you said? 50, 50 million. million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, couldn't go, get, I can give a shit. It goes back to like the, the, like the old gangster films you watch and they're talking about rigging boxing and throwing boxing from like the early 1900s. What like, was that? Same thing. I'm so glad that we're on the same page. Where should we go? <laughs> a scene from Snatch is what I was trying to say. Uh-huh. Where um where uh, Brad Pitt's character is meant to throw a fight. Yes. And then and then doesn't and it, does no, not throw. Now we're fucked. Mm. Great were, film. Yeah. Great film. Ham on. I'm coming. Ham on. Man, I'm getting more and more hair. <laughs> this is something finding its way all around me. I'm like, oh god. So when you say you're getting more and more hair, it's just you're losing like more losing and more. Losing more and more hair. Man, my, you should have seen my shower. Clogged. Not clogged, but like like every, but, but from everywhere. Like my chest, yeah, yeah, my yeah. back, yeah, my head. Yeah. It comes off. It comes off everywhere. Yeah. Like we're like uh like uh cats. <laughs> what do they call them? It's not a Szechuan cat. A Siamese. Like a Szechuan cat. <laughs> Delicious. Oh, I didn't mean it that way. Uh, <laughs> I just meant to say Siamese. Yeah. Can you call them that? I guess Siam is a place, right? Oh, you can call it a Siamese cat, yeah. but 
I don't. I wouldn't recommend. What was the problem with the Siamese cats in Lady and the Tramp? Is it because of the? Because is it because there was like white people doing Asian accents? We are Siamese. Oh, was that a thing? Uh, apparently so. Everything's Maybe. being everything's being cancelled retrospectively now. Anyway, so. Oh well, we learn from it. I don't, I don't like the word cancelled. We learn know. from it. You don't like it? No, no, don't like it. I don't believe in cancel concert culture. I don't think it exists. Oh, yeah, controversial. I think it's a. I think it's a conceit in order to rile people up. Like time, it's <laughs> it's a conceit. It's a human construct. It doesn't exist. What is time? Yeah. In fact, tomorrow when we don't go to work, what is cancel culture? You're late. What am I? You trying to cancel me? <laughs> uh, yes, you're fired. <laughs> oh, figure. Uh, yeah. I'll be cancelled. <laughs> yeah, but you know, some people will actually think that way, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I tell you, people are crazy. People are crazy. Looking at Twitter today, I'm like, Jesus, people really are just off their chops. Oh yeah, uh, this is the thing. Like when you go on any sort of um any sort of social media. Yeah. Like Twitter is the definite worst for it, though. Mm. Like you see people, like I think it was there was a, a girl. Um, so I watched the Royal Rumble the other day, yeah. And there was a new ring announcer, this really, really like stunning woman, yeah. And female ring announcers are pretty few and far between, yeah. And she posted on Twitter saying, "Thanks everyone for your support um, for my first ever live show, yeah." And it was a big live show too. People got offended by it. No, people started cussing her out. Because the Royal Rumble wasn't a show they enjoyed. Oh, like, oh so the b- bad Royal Rumble. Yeah, it wasn't the best. Okay, um, so they started cussing her out and focusing. All thanks for making me watch this entire Royal Rumble piece of waste of time, piece of shit. Honestly, it's so unbelievable yeah. the shit that happens on Twitter. Like it's unbelievable. You just see that, and then you realize how stupid. Like we probably sound. Like you realize it's like whatever. It's it should be called soapbox.com. What's that? Soapbox, Twitter. Oh, Twitter, yeah, yeah. It should just be called Soapbox.com. Because yeah, yeah. literally everyone just gets up there and says the most stupid, sh- stupidest shit. Yeah. But in 180 characters, there's, there's no nuance, there's no context. So whatever you say on Twitter it sounds like it's pretty, yeah. um, whatever, like belligerent. Yes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it's the horrible, toxic fucking forum it is. It's funny though as well because you think about it from the perspective of trying to advertise or push anything nowadays. Yeah. Like you kind of just ha- has to kind of be there. You yeah. can't do it otherwise. Like we can, um, we can put a, um, a classified in the newspaper. Listen to the That's Rank podcast. <laughs> right, right, right next to Posters massage by Betsy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I struggle hard with it at the moment. I, str- I, I, I am not on it often. Yeah. Um, I don't really post often. Mm. I feel like I want to post more for this. Mm. Uh, but that's a purpose. It. It's got a purpose. Like. Outside of that, like, I don't really... If I post something on, like, Instagram, for example, I'll post it for me. Mm. Like, it'll be something that I can look back on if I'm looking at it going, oh, that's right, that's something that I that I posted and and, and reflect on. Mm. But even when you go on Facebook now, you just look at people's, like, lives and what they share on there, and it's just all pointless. Mm. Like it's, if, it's a really... It is pointless. It's yeah, pointless. It's pointless. Yeah. It's nice to see what people are doing, but they're not in the same breath... I don't give a shit. All it is is it's literally just a place like that companies have invested billions of dollars into of how they can mine our attention. Yeah. So they're mining our eyeballs, they're mining our time, they're mining our attention. For the only real gain is to mine our data yeah. and to sell shit to us. And they've, they've they've convinced us that there's some great value to it. Yeah. 
it's literally it's just the the pit and it's the corporate pit and it's what actually feeds a lot of the uh, the idea of the 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 voice of those people who have such an op- opposing view to the mm. to the mainstream mm. yeah. and gives them that platform to be That's like right. and because it's a platform because people look at it and people because it is inflammatory yeah. it gets all the attention yeah and so people think that's just like kind of the, the norm when yeah, it's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I was telling you the same before, 97% first, first shot. So it's, yeah, That's yeah. 3% of the state yeah. who, who haven't got at least one vaccine. Yeah, yeah. Yet they seem to take up all of the fucking news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine that being the start. <laughs> that just, the, just like this rambling about social media for the start of the episode. Perfect. Back in my day, <laughs> people these days are sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Papa bullshit I say McGowan the McClownan <laughs> McClownan <laughs> Oh god um, I think Ronald McDonald would have something to say about that though <laughs> That's a that's gimmick infringement right there my friend That's right That's right. I'd, vote, right. I'd vote Ronald No I'd vote it doesn't matter. It's not. We're not even going to go there. I don't even. I'm not, not even making. I'd sense. vote. I'd vote Ronald his Big Mac policy. <laughs> vote him right into power. Free happy meals for everybody. <laughs> I vote Ronald. Yeah, he makes people happy That's and right. he gives people meals. <laughs> this Ronald McDonald just turns out to be like just runs on this platform of just free meals for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Massive racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just really a puppet for Clive Palmer. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Man, speaking of, he ruins my YouTube. Like, I like watching YouTube. There's some really good channels on YouTube. Why are you getting? I've never had a Clive Palmer advert in my life. Are you serious? Not one. I've tried to be like, why am I getting this ad? And it's kind of like, because he paid for it. Like, I I get them all the fucking time. Really? I think it's because sometimes, like, there's been a few times where I've accidentally clicked on the little link to, yeah. like, take me there. Okay. It's got some great points. But outside of that, like, I... <laughs> But like, I, I sometimes I, today I was actually I was when I'm, I put it when I'm making dinner, mm. and I was watching um, Josh talking about the um, the Famous, fantasy today NBA fantasy and Torian Prince Torian Prince big day, and the ad came on and I clicked I thought I clicked um, skip ad yeah but I'd actually clicked the link for his fucking thing yeah and so I got the whole channel of all these videos and I was like great now he, now they're probably gonna think that I'm Pitchy Keen for Clivey Clive. Yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be bombarded. Sweaty Clive. Bombarded by Sweaty Clive. Uh, on election day, if anyone is there from the United Australia Party, the, and they the, try the, and they, they work. And they're, they're working. Yeah. I they get paid. Yeah, I, of course. But if they try and hand me something, I will kindly ignore them. Isn't that the biggest power move on election day when you like when you see someone from the party that you don't like, and they and they put they, they look they try to make eye contact, yeah. and they put out the the brochure. And you just walk right past them. Yeah. And then in your head you're like, show them. <laughs> and then meanwhile behind you, they've just gone like they've just gone to the next person. Yeah. Like they've had like they've had like almost fifty percent of the people walk past them already that day. Yeah. Um They're probably not even part of the party. There's literally like you said, they're just getting paid to wear a shirt and hand these things out. Oh, I think that the big parties I think are part of the party. I think the big parties, part of the party. Big parties, part of the party. I don't I don't think you actually there must there must be some law to prevent it. I just want Nothing else, nothing more than the next election for Clive Palmer to get exactly the same amount of votes he got last time. Zero? Fucking donuts. Yeah. You mean a big fat zero? But the problem is I feel like – I do mean that. Big fat zero <laughs> wearing a red tie. That's what I mean. But I feel like there's a lot of – like I think he's definitely going to cash in on some of that 
Donald Trump kind of esque yeah, success. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Donald Trump is a celebrity. Yeah, yeah, Clive yeah. Palmer is just a fat man who yeah. has some money. Billionaire. Yeah. Well, he's going to probably try to hone in on the anti-vax vote, which is like you say, three percent. Yeah, but the, the, the thing he thinks the platform is much bigger because that's all the news. Because mm. he's not a smart man, mm. not a smart man. Clive Palmer, he's only made billions from, well, being a smart businessman. But that's fine. I don't know. I don't know how smart you have to be. I think you just have to be. I don't know. You just have to be a bit of a bastard. Before on the podcast mm-hmm. that um, I am a I'm a tattooed fella. That's true. I've recently been working on my my leg piece, and I g- it's a full it's a full piece. Well, it's getting there. What? So if that was on an arm, yes. it would be called a sleeve. Yes. What is it called on a leg? It's a pant. <laughs> it's like all the fashion shows. It's Here's a called, delightful it's, pant. It's, it's a leg of a pant, so it's called a leg still. It's got a leg. <laughs> How do you like my le- how do you like this leg on my leg? Pretty good. All the football players have got legs now. I'm pretty sure well they do. And tattoos are taken off in the AFL. Mm. It's gone crazy. Mm. Some terrible ones out there too. Bad ones. Almost oh. as bad as haircuts. I'll tell you what. Anyway. My latest edition, and I feel comfortable talking about this because my mother has seen it. <laughs> I feel like that's the first thing I should do every time I get one nowadays. You have to but show it. And this is the thing. She knows I get them. Mm-hmm. It's it's a shock to her every time. I'm thinking it's getting less of a shock every time. But I got my kneecap done. Mm. I was a bit scared going into the kneecap, I won't lie. Right. Because, as you can imagine, just thinking about it now, getting a tattoo on anywhere in your body, let alone a kneecap. It, that does not um, sound appealing to me at all. No, I don't think the idea of a tattoo sounds appealing to you at all, does it? Not really. Not really. I did want tattoos when I was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I, I held off. So good idea. And I'm really glad I did. Yeah. Because the tattoos I wanted when mm. I was 18 years old. Tribals? I decided, no, I wanted to put a, a, a tattoo. This is embarrassing. I wanted, I wanted to get a tattoo of Amy Bitter tattooed in my arm. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So I was Tom Liberatore before there was any Tom Liberatore. <laughs> Why, why emu bitter? I don't know. I think I was drinking emu bitter. I think I thought it was just like... You'd had, th- you'd had 32 emu bitters that day. <laughs> and you were like, that would be a great idea. I didn't get an emu bitter tattoo. This, this was before I blossomed, you know. This was when I was in northern suburbs, more like a bit of a northern suburbs bogan. Mm. Before I blossomed into the worldly, yeah. sophisticated, uh, middle-aged man I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so young man. I'm like, man, I'm not so man. You're not middle-aged yet, mate. You're not middle-aged yet. Don't be no, silly. that's true. Young man I am today. Like, yeah, that's right. I wanted even, thank God I did not get that tattoo. Well, do you know why? It's good. Look, I started when I was 17. I got mm. my first one. I was about three weeks into getting braces. And I went to the tattoo parlor and threw closed lips so they couldn't see my teeth. Yeah. I told them I was 21. <laughs> and they believed me. <laughs> or they just wanted money. It's probably the, probably the latter. They probably tattoo seventeen year olds yeah, all the time. Yeah. Mum found out the next day because she knows me like anything else. She just knew something and was up. I woke up. So it was summer. I woke up with a shirt on. I said, "Morning, guys." Mum said, "Morning, Liam. Did you get a tattoo last night?" <laughs> and I I froze. I was like, "Uh." And I tried this. Here's what I tried. I lifted my shirt up. Yeah. I showed her my my arm. Yeah. I said, oh, it's just a stencil. I was going to just see how it looks before I get it done. Mm. She gave me the line. I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. <laughs> oh, it's worse. It's worse. How did she know? Oh, uh, look, I think I might have left a few clues around. Like, I think, like, being that, I think I left yeah. the, uh, the uh, appointment card <laughs> next to my TV in my room saying, hey, Liam, tattoo Saturday at 7 p.m. <laughs> 
I love how this started with my mum's got this amazing <laughs> intuition about me, and then it's like, oh wait a second. No, she's 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 very she's good at, at, at she's onto it. She's onto it. She'll be stoked that I'm talking about my new tattoos as well. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I got my. So here we are. What twenty, nearly twenty years later, and I'm still getting them. So she shouldn't be surprised. Still, no. the kneecap wasn't actually too bad. But she's still disappointed. <laughs> yes, undoubtedly so. <laughs> No, she knows I'm a good egg. Yeah, she does. Yeah. So the kneecap actually wasn't too bad. I was quite surprised. You know, I've, I've had some bad, like the Achilles, my, my Achilles tendon, terrible. Yeah. Under my arm, terrible. My kneecap, not too bad. But the section just above my kneecap, around the top rim, when it goes up into your, your thigh, your, your, your thigh mm. my God, it is the worst place I think I've ever been tattooed. <laughs> Even my tattoo artist was like, this is the spicy area. And then she started, I was like, oh, yes. It really? sure is. Because I asked her what the kneecap was like beforehand. She was like, it's fine. She didn't tell me about the spicy, the spicy, the spicy thigh, though. No, The no. spicy thigh. Well, you wouldn't, you, wouldn't, you, wouldn't put, you wouldn't tell someone that, would you? You'd, you'd leave it until they're well and truly committed. Yes. Before you go, you know what, this bit's really painful. <laughs> before we start. The spicy section. <laughs> the spicy thigh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> it goes from the original recipe around mm-hmm. the kneecap. That's right. All the way up to the hunt spicy. That's right. Of the, the spicy thigh. thigh. Yeah. Now, I was... Um, <laughs> I was actually really relieved because we ran out of time to actually finish all the colour. I was, I was relieved because I was kind of at my wit's end. Sometimes you get to a point when you're getting a tattoo where you're like, okay, I don't really want to do this paint anymore. Yeah. So I was like, fine. Well, I'll come back and we'll finish another day. Yeah. Now, there's two things that I've noticed about my unfinished tattoo. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that uh, so the flowers that I've got around the piece, Japanese maple flowers. Oh, yes. Have a look, Rob. What, they, what, do, what do they look like? Uh, what do they look like when they're not <laughs> coloured in? Um, well, they do look like yes. a uh, certain type of plant, yes, which has been grossly misconstrued yes. as a gateway drug. Correct, but it's actually a very environmentally friendly resource that we could make that we could use for many products. It looks a lot like hemp. It does. Or it mar- does. Marijuana. Marijuana. It mm. does indeed. Mm. I was a little bit concerned about this. Obviously, you know, working for who I work for, get drug tested all the time. I didn't want to have this reputation. Really? Oh yeah, randomly. Wow. Yeah. Thankfully, they're going to be covered, coloured in blue. And once they're coloured in blue, they will look like the Japanese maple again. And should we just throw a suggestion out to the audience to just Google quickly? Mm-hmm. What is it? Japanese? Japanese Japanese maple. Japanese maple. Google Japanese maple. Because then you actually understand what, we talk, what, what we're talking about. And I just had a Google. Yeah. And it looks like, I, I mean, the, on your leg, it does look like marijuana. It does. And then when you look at the actual leaf, it just looks exactly like marijuana. It does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> but it's not. It's Japanese maple. It's Japanese maple. Yeah. But here's the other thing I did. I broke, I didn't break, but I was very cautious with one of my normal rules. Now, I've never really wanted to get a symbol, like a Chinese, Japanese kanji or Chinese character, purely because of, you know, mistranslations and, you know. You'd have to really, I mean, you have to really trust the tattooist. That's right. It's a well-worn road as well, that one, isn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So when Tallulah, my tattoo artist, showed me the design that she'd put together. Yeah. It had a symbol in there. I said, oh, what does that mean? She goes, oh, good fortune. I thought, mm, not really not really my, my jam. Yeah. So on you, the sp- you're not into good fortune? No. <laughs> as, a, as, as a gambling man, <laughs> I hate good fortune. It's terrible. But on the spot, I thought, I'd, I said, look, give me five minutes. Let me just try and find a kanji that I would like on there. Yeah. So I Googled around, Googled around, Googled around, and chose one, got it done. And it wasn't until I got halfway home, I was like, I didn't really cross-check that that hard. No. It's like you Googled it. It's like going to Wikipedia for a, I check, a, a, an assignment. I checked two pages. 
Okay. Okay. Now okay. that's a bit of cross checking. But kanji is a is a is a is a alphabet of nuance. It is. You know, because it's it's actually, it's multiple kind of things working together, and one small change, unnoticeable to us, yeah, can completely change the work. Can't well, that's it? right, and that's what I was kind of concerned about, especially you know giving it to Tulula, who's obviously you know she she did specialises in a lot of Japanese style stuff, but yeah. maybe not so much the kanji side of things. She said so herself. <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> 60,000 symbols, kanji yeah. symbols. Yeah, that's not that many. Uh, no, no. How could it be to get it wrong? <laughs> she just said, so it's in Australia. <laughs> Why does she not read and write kanji? Seriously. It must be her, ma- must, must be her main main business, surely. She's smoking too much Japanese can you, maple. Just, can you just give me... <laughs> <laughs> so I got home and I was stressing about this in the drive home the entire way. Now, thankfully, my, uh, my current roomie is Chinese. Right. And so and obviously the kanji is derived from yes, Chinese alphabets. Yeah. So I said very very timidly and and meekly I said, "Can you um can you just tell me what this says?" This is after I've got the tattoo on me already. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In my head I'm like if it's wrong I can just change it. Well, I mean, there's some truth to that. <laughs> but that's true. There's, there's some truth they to can that. Color it in. Exactly right. Just yeah. black circle. And she goes, mm, it could mean two things." I was like, "Oh, here we go. Uh-oh. Here we Uh-oh. go." And she goes, it could mean journey. I was like, stop, because that's what I got. I got journey, travel, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what the kanji means. As soon as she said that, oh. Relief. Such, I've never felt relief. Yeah. So sweeping over my body as, as that, that moment when I found out the kanji that I just brazenly uh-huh. got on my yeah. leg. It was a pleasant surprise. So it was a feeling that you got when they did the kneecap. It yes. wasn't as bad as you were thinking. Correct. <laughs> um, now I'm worried that the second translation, though, was much like the feeling of the spicy fire. May- oh, you know, I didn't ask her. Maybe I should have. What was the second? I didn't ask her. <laughs> what? No, she said the first one. I was like, that's what I got. That's fine. And then I didn't ask you her. You didn't I ask what the second word was. That's right. I'll ask her later. All right. And you're back in the room. Back in the room. Back in the room. Hello. Welcome back to the end of the welcome back to the end of the episode. Yeah, sure, one on. We'll roll with that. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, to the clip shows. Hopefully, you enjoyed some of the uh, the delvings into our into our minds as we go off on our tangents. There are a few of them. It must be said. So hopefully, you had a little bit of fun uh, fun with that. So that's all for this week. Looking forward to having you join joining us next week for the uh, for the season premiere of the new That's Rank podcast. We're very excited. As, as I always sign off, we'll see you next Tuesday.